Hey, welcome to Texas! He's a 10. I choose this family. Hi guys, welcome to episode 57 of 91 Lone Star Roundup. I'm on your host, Katie. And with me are my lovely co-hosts, Grace. Hi, everyone. And EJ. Hey, everybody. Today, we will be talking about Season 3, Episode 10 of Lone Star, titled Parental Guidance. And, of course, there's a lot to talk about. It is us, so let's get to it. Oh, yes. Buckle up, everybody. It's like, is this going to be, like, a shorter, like, mid-episode, like, the last one? Or is it going to be, like, another two-hour one? I don't know. Good Uh question. We'll see. We'll see. Anyways, every time we every time we think it's going to be short, we doom ourselves. So let's just think this is going to be our longest one yet, and we'll breeze through it. That's a good point. <laughs> Reverse psychology. There you anyways. go. Or so we don't want to jinx ourselves, anyways. <laughs> yeah, there's that. Um. Anyways, that's besides the point. So we start off with the couple from the last episode. God. Um, getting out of the uh, hospital. Um. Like, wait, is that the couple from last episode? <laughs> Okay, so the thing with that is I noticed that right away. Yeah. And I will, obviously. And, like, I was just like, hmm, interesting. We're seeing them back. And then I don't really think about it much, but it's like, why are they back? And then so they get in the car, they're driving, and um, they get another accident. And, of course, like, the wife's driving. And, uh, and before then, she was driving so carefully, but she got... Okay, it, it, to be honest, I do not blame her at all for the accident because right. she didn't really have much breaking room because someone, this guy just yeah. stumbled out in front of her. He was going to get hit either way. Listen, she yeah. just didn't break. She yeah. just didn't break soon enough for him to only get hit minorly. Listen, but like, he was wearing armor. Yeah, he was. He was dressed <laughs> as a knight. And listen, like it's funny because everyone jokes. Like Brian tweeted. Like everyone was tweeting. Like oh, like somebody should take her license away. And I had been joking about that and stuff. And like it's fun to joke about and stuff. And yes, she her eyes went on the road twenty four seven. But like who's are and like maybe she should have done this or that but like it's fine like it it was bound to happen just and stuff and that was just like that was just that like right yeah it's just it's so unfortunate that this both this happened in such a short period of time especially with her almost having killed her husband by accident right Um, (laughs) well and he was even like he's like well admittedly he's like i surprised you so you were surprised and then in this episode it was like he was like kept talking to her and purposely trying to draw her attention away from so it's just it's kind of like a psa to like if you're gonna be in the car with other people keep your eyes on the road <laughs> i know when she finally took her eyes off the road then she hits the night and yeah 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 it was just bad driving habits is probably yeah. more like what it was and stuff Th- this is this is funny because i'm actually in driver's ed right now so like hearing all of this i'm like i should present this to my teacher as a prime example and why do we keep our eyes on the road yeah exactly yeah because like as a driver looking at the scene i look at it like mm, some of these things could have been avoided but yeah. Anyways, 
So, like, it's funny because, like, everyone was, like, when they get to the scene, like, Grace is taking the call and she was just like, have you spoken before? And, like, Owen and Tommy were, like, recognizing them from the week before. And then, like, they get over to the night or whatever. And he kept saying Princess Arabella. And they're all confused that they're thinking, like, are you a mm-hmm. princess? And I'm just like, obviously not. Like, you could tell. Right. And while Nancy and Tommy take this guy to the hospital and then the rest of them with Grace's help track down where the princess is because since he had been talking about that and they came up to a specialty pizza place and and like it's just like Mateo's being like are you sure this is the right spot and Judd seeing the princess being like yeah I'm pretty sure <laughs> and yeah and like because they think it's closed and stuff but they but go then- in and realize it's like yeah. carbon monoxide poisoning. Mm-hmm. There's like a bunch of people out in there. Oh yeah, it's very bad. And so yeah. like there's like 20, 30 people. And so they're like, how the heck do we like get them out of there? And they're like, get them to hospital because they ran out of O2. Mm-hmm. And Owen's just like loads them up in the pizza truck. Yeah, the pizza delivery <laughs> trucks. <laughs> I love that. That was hilarious. Yeah, the I was funny. like, yeah. I thought the insurance bit was the funniest. Oh yeah, insurance <laughs> Yeah, that was it. I think one of the best lines though in this whole scene was Mateo at the end. <laughs> yeah, Owen, we should eat here sometime. This place looks dope, and Owen's like, "That's your takeaway." <laughs> that's that's. And I was just about to say that's the funniest line in scene because that's so typical. That is so Mateo. That's, that's well, very Mateo. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. That was like probably my favorite part of that whole thing. It was pretty mm. funny, honestly. I, I enjoyed that call. <laughs> Though I am with Mateo. Under if I saw that under any other circumstances, I'd think it'd be weird, but I'd also want to check it out. But after seeing it have carbon monoxide poisoning, I am not going within five blocks of that place. Right. Yeah. I'd be a little leery about going back there too. <laughs> I know. I'm like, mm, it's worth the risk. No. Because carbon monoxide, it creeps up on you. And by the time you realize there's a problem, it can be pretty pretty bad already yeah, and people a- continually die by it um that's yeah, so they say it's a silent so, killer and this, oh, you know yeah. you can't smell it you can't taste it it's just all of a sudden it's there and yeah i like, think if they you had- know the symptoms you might be able to catch it and get yourself out isn't that what happened but- to the people in that apartment complex during the tsunami i think it was in 303 yes where yes that um, apartment gas- complex okay so it was gas carbon thing monoxide. Had happened. so it was carbon monoxide yep in the regular 911 i mean oh yeah we got yeah. <laughs> I'm clear. Yeah, no tsunami in Texas. <laughs> nope, no, no, no tsunami. <laughs> the day that happens, I think we're all doomed. Um, yeah, just saying. Seriously. Um, yeah. So our <laughs> next scene is kind of an awkward scene. Oh, no. What, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know if I like classify as awkward but basically like 126 uh goes to visit paul but marjan's not there awkward the the most awkward part of it i don't really think it's super awkward is tk awkwardly standing there and saying marjan couldn't make it she had a thing and mateo saying roller derby and nancy saying mosque and Uh, and i'm just there like both of you should have shut up and left it at a thing you should have came up also go over your story before Yeah. yeah go over your story before you all lie again <laughs> yeah because like you could have gotten away with saying she had a thing if obviously there wasn't already know what was going on if you had just stopped talking that she had a 
thing yeah Mm -hmm. so and like paul looks so disappointed that she's not there and so theoretically speaking let me propose to you roller derby at the mosque (laughs) (laughs) that would have been a good scene sorry i don't know if that was disrespectful or something but like i i just have a very (laughs) the humor um anyhow moving on um Um, yeah um so paul looks disappointed and i'm just like oh and mm -hmm, um tommy mentioning that she uh is taking every inch of self-control to not check his vitals and i'm like she's protective like oh yeah oh yeah she's work mom work mom yes exactly um well i think after tk almost dying from something she's probably a little more overprotective now of her crew (laughs) oh yeah that's understandable um and then tk nancy judd and mateo um talking about how like they're talking about how sad paul looked not of marcia not being there and tk's just like did you see his face and nancy's like yeah like his dog not making it home from the vet and i'm like why did that that have to be the the thing yeah and we know that t'challa is off off screen watching dad work yeah (laughs) brian's dog (laughs) i mean all the dogs Yeah. Right. You oh yeah. Probably. The, oh yeah. Probably like. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then Judd being like, "This has gone on long enough," and kind of looks at like Nancy to talk to her. And Nancy's like, "I would, but I feel like that's a firefighter to firefighter thing." And TK agrees. And TK's like, "Yes." <laughs> They're like trying to pass off the who needs to like talk to Marjan thing. <laughs> yeah. And Mateo says he can't because she's like his big sister. Like a very intimidating big sister. And I'm like, see, see, sister, yep. sister. Sister, sister, <laughs> sister yep. Yes, yeah. and yes, very intimidating big sisters. That's what big sisters are good for. Yeah. Which, and- yeah. Which leaves Judd being the only one who can yeah. talk to Marjan. <laughs> He's like, y'all are a bunch of yellow bellies. <laughs> and then, then this is when Mateo gets a call and he picks it up and apparently supposedly he has to pick up his dad and Mateo's like that's weird and Judd's like what's your dad like because he says how like it was like some badge and ladder bar saying that like he needs to pick up his dad and Judd's like what is your dad doing in a badge and ladder bar and Mateo's like I don't know he doesn't even drink and he's in Guadalajara okay not gonna lie when I watched this the first time I didn't actually hear what he said so I thought he said his dad was dead and so this is where oh. my bra- brain went I my brain was like what the hell is wrong with the station okay there needs to be like a dead parents club because there's like oh. three or four people oh. that have dead parents this is this is, this needs to be addressed and I still think that because we still have like three people that don't have one of their parents. So And we literally just had TK lose his mom. Yeah, TK so be like TK Star, I know you're working Judd, through your own issues, but Judd. yeah. Judd. Yeah, so I just yeah, that was just like random of me, but you know. And so next scene, Mateo goes to pick up his quote unquote dad, but like we all know where this is going. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't at first because I forgot that the captain was coming into the episode. I forgot huh? the whole synopsis. So I'm like, I was so confused. Yeah, well, I just kind of figured not just knowing the like what was going to happen this episode, but I also just thought like if they're going to introduce him, Mateo's dad, they're going to like. It's not going to be like 
this? Yeah, Jeez. we're gonna well, we're gonna know about it. We're gonna like there's gonna be something like we're gonna learn about Mateo's family. There's gonna be something right. where that wasn't set. So he goes to find his dad, and it's Captain Tatum. Like oh, this is who he needs to pick up. And yeah, like the bartender was very, acting very awkward when he was like pointing the him bartender out kind of oh. kind of was an ass. I thought yeah, he was. Because, like, okay, like, I don't know. It was awkward because he said, like, oh, I bet your mom's, like, I hope your mom's, like, prettier or something like that. Something on the lines of that. Yeah, he was, like, your your mom must have been prettier or something. Yeah, something like, along the lines of that. And I'm just, like, like ooh. Ouch. Ouch. Okay. Um, and it's kind of, like, sad because he calls Mateo because... He's like, oh, my own child wouldn't answer the phone or like something like that. And I'm like, oh, that's so sad. That is. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so like Mateo said he heard about like Lieutenant Darby and saying how he prayed for him. And it was sad because like Tatum's just like, oh, you should have prayed harder. And yeah. Like, uh it's, it's rough. And he like he gets cut off. Mateo takes him home. Next morning, we but find first, Mateo, he's like, as he's standing and trying to walk him out, he says, Do you know where I live? And Mateo's like, Uh, no. He's like, Oh, that sucks. And then he collapses. Okay. Which I thought was hilarious. Here's the thing. I forgot about that. But okay, here's the thing about that. He doesn't know where he lives, but he does have a driver's license. So why wouldn't he just pull out his wallet, look at his driver's that license? Too. <laughs> like, do you not, do you let um, because sense? plot, right? I know. I know. <laughs> It's funnier how it happens. So, We're all writers yes. just think of what we bend to make happen simply for the sake no. of plot. right. Which means uh, the next morning we get this interesting scene. Mateo <laughs> sleeping on the couch, Tatum snoring on the other couch, and um Owen walking in and waking up Mateo and being yeah, like, Hey, uh, hey, Mateo, why is there a drooling fire captain on my couch? <laughs> Owen's face when he walked in is like, what the fuck? Like, did what what the fuck did I walk into? He's like, uh, did I miss something? <laughs> exactly. But I'm just like, honey, you missed a lot. Yeah, and just like, yeah, he he was in a bad way last night. He lost one of his guys, and Mateo didn't want him to choke on his vomit. And he also snores, and it seems like a double risk. And Owen's just like, no kidding. And Tatum wakes up, says hi to Owen, and he's like, what are you doing here? And Owen's like, I live here. <laughs> and um, Tatum is like talking about how he has to go to the funeral. Um, This is like the family funeral for Derby. Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. like, he's like a mess because he's like hungover. Mm-hmm. And Mateo offers to go with him. And I'm like, oh. Huh. That's what's sweet. And he was part of the 129 for a short time, or, you know, a few so months. Obviously, so. he worked under Lieutenant Darby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it makes sense that he would like go. I mean, yeah. And yeah. So our next scene, awkward. Um, Judd awkwardly talking to Marjan um, about her folding <laughs> skills. I get this thing. Judd reminds me of the the husband that doesn't want to tell his wife no, <laughs> and he's like. He just is like terrified of women or something. I that's <laughs> so funny. It's just so the, way, 
Like he doesn't he's afraid to like cross Marjan. Yeah, so I think anyone in their right mind is afraid to cross Marjan. I would like okay. to have power, please. Actually, no, I th- I honestly think all the me- all the men in the house are afraid of Marjan a little bit. Probably. <laughs> oh yes. Probably after the whole 126 uh uh closing thing, they're like, oh yeah. Marjan, don't want to so her. She's crazy sometimes. But um, like Chet's just so awkward and being weird, and and she's just like it's weird. I mean, like it's just yeah, like she knows it's weird. She's like, what the heck is wrong with you? She's just sort of waiting for him to get to the point. Yeah, right. and which I'm like, we all are. Um. Yeah, and um, he mentions how they all want to say see Paul, and Joe basically says how. He knows they're both freezing each other out, but he thinks it's time to stop. And she's like, nope, you got it. That twisted Judd. Wait, so you guys... And he's like, wait, so you guys actually are speaking to each other? And Marjan's just like saying how what happened in the hospital and said she did like text him to check up on him, but Paul's freezing her out. And Judd's like, oh, I'm sorry, kiddo. And okay, I'm sorry. That was the most adorable thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, <laughs> that was adorable. Um, and so Marjan said, like, oh, the last time she went to his door, she had to kick it in, and this time he needs to open it. Mm-hmm. And I like, like that actually. Yeah, I did really like that. Like, some people, I don't. What I don't like about this kind of scenario is people are picking sides, and I'm like, there is no sides to be picked. There's like, no side. Before this episode aired, Brian had shared a poll that somebody made, like, whose side are you on? And I'm thinking. There are no sides. There are. There is none. Like sides nobody... is what just increases the problem. Yeah, exactly. And like, I'm glad that it wasn't like sides when twenty six spies like yeah. and stuff. Like, like yes, no one was on Paul's side. No one was on Marjan's side. They just exactly. wanted their friends to make up. Yeah, like they kind of were like, uh, Marjan, well, maybe you should go talk to him. <laughs> yeah. Or like yeah. trying to figure yeah. out the situation. Well, and I yeah, I think the sides thing too is just kind of like a miscommunication is really what it is you know but also people got to realize where paul's at and realize he's not in the normal mindset and they're just oh, yeah, like because- assuming he was fine and he's not fine he's he's going through some stuff yeah so he's shutting the whole world out yeah. Marjan just happens to be the one he talks to the most yeah and like i don't think people like don't i feel like a lot of people were judging paul being like he was being like ridiculous he was being like like this was ridiculous and i'm like Unless you've gone through that or something similar, don't mm-hmm. judge that because you don't know. I'm just, as I said, I think last week when we were talking about this, I'm like, um, how would you feel in his shoes? Would you feel, you know, perfectly dandy having something Both. done to your body? Uh, not just when you don't have a say in it, but when you actively wanted against it. Agreed. Your body is something sacred to you. Exactly. And that is why mm-hmm. by anyone violating such an issue, and this is like, this is a different type of violation, but it's still a violation in its own way. Because he never got, he never got to say yes. He never got to say no. He never right. got doing that. It just happened. So of course he's going through trauma. And Marjan just happened to be the one that he right. took it out on. Exactly. Yeah. So like, stop yeah like exactly like nobody like nobody exactly nobody would like that so like don't act like you know 
what it's like unless you actually have been through this or something like somewhat similar like this type of thing then we get um tatum giving his eulogy at the funeral and it was like nice to see this just because like i loved what he said except for you i mean it was nice and it was like Mm -hmm. nice to see mateo there and he was part of the 129 for a bit and like it was just nice and so like in one part of the the eulogy tatum mm-hmm. got confused and he kept repeating himself and it was just like oh no and then mateo yeah. had to help him like finish what he was saying and like mm-hmm. fill it in i'm there and- the entire time just cringing i'm like oh. yeah of yeah. all the places right See, honestly i i wasn't like necessarily cringing at this moment they didn't like take it too far um if he had said what he says next which next he sits back down and asks whose funeral there if he had said that up there i would have been cringing but this step didn't make that would have been really bad no the moment that the actual time i cringed was that time when he was like whose funeral is it and i'm like see that's more than just confusion that is showing a huge problem and i'm like again i forgot to miss the synopsis of the episode (laughs) and so Mm -hmm. i was like "Ah, uh, uh, uh." yeah see the synopsis didn't clue in any of like the dementia stuff they left that out which i'm actually glad they did because i actually liked not knowing this it just said that like he wasn't the same so like i didn't necessarily think it could have been anything like this i'm just like how is he not the same right. it's only been a few yeah. months like six months max so like how can you change like that much is my thing yeah. yeah well and i think you know given that he did just lose his lieutenant i'm leaning more towards the fact that it was like stress induced like it's Probably. coming on you know worse and making it worse because of that being aggravating it oh yeah for sure and like i mean i have a lot of questions that i'm gonna bring up later that Mm -hmm. i we even talked about when we watched this together i'm gonna bring up some like some of my questions and wonderings but i'm gonna do that later on when we see more of the issues that they're having here Mm -hmm. um because it definitely escalates oh yeah yeah definitely um so we do see Mateo and Marja next, and oh, um, my this is like when they're at the station and mm-hmm. Mateo's lurking, and Marjan's like, "Nobody likes a lurker." Mateo and Mateo's just like, <laughs> "How did you know?" Wait, do you have eyes in the back of your head? Good job. job. I like that line. I was. I love that line. It's just like I liked how they didn't say, "Do you have eyes in the back of your head?" Like I liked how they put that in there because that makes way more sense. And it's also just Mm -hmm. like a fun line. So like, yes, we love it. And Marjan's like, "Fair a lot of body spray." And uh, and my brain just goes immediately to like the whole axe body spray for you like younger guys. I'm like. Uh, no, no, no. I feel like that's like so many guys I know wear such heavy cologne, and I'm just like, like sometimes like mm, you suck good. Sometimes it's just like that's a lot. It's like guys, embrace natural or uh, minimal, I, please. 
Actually, no, yeah. don't don't embrace natural. <laughs> I was deodorant about to on, say. But um <laughs> natural after us. deodorant. Do you want to find the middle ground? <laughs> it depends like how strong it is. It's like strong good, strong bad. It really depends. But um Mateo's trying to ask her a theoretical question and ask if if somebody she know like if somebody knows something that can prevent the ability of their job and do do you have a moral obligation to do something about it and she goes off at him saying like um like about paul like what do you people want from me and then storms off and this is and he's so confused yeah because he's just trying to ask a question he doesn't yeah. know that everyone's been nagging her yeah and he didn't connect the dots as to why she was going off we, yeah. you know, obviously get it because Judd, we saw Judd earlier, but right, yeah. And she has, and she just thinks that he is also picking on her about Paul, right. and he's asking this because of Tatum, right? And yeah. I'm just there, like, uh, uh, I didn't see that coming at all, but like at the same time, like <laughs> communication, people, yeah, like, yeah, it was <laughs> like, and then this is then after she storms off, Judd's like, oh, Mateo, captains want to see you, and he's like, captains? So, uh, Tatum is there with Owen and wants to meet with Mateo, and, like, Tatum had told, like, Owen what had happened at the funeral about him having his back, and Tatum says, like, with Darby gone, he needs a second command, and he wants Mateo, and Owen tells Mateo to think about it, and Mateo's just like, I'll do it, and, um, Owen's like shocked and says he's happy about it and we all know why obviously and it's just like damn okay where are the logistics in this because I'm I know this This is nuts this is like he is not even a year out of being a probie yeah there are processes you have to go through you have to take a test you also Mm -hmm. exactly you have to take an exam yep and no apartment no department head or official is going to be happy about not even a year out of probie being promoted right. over guys that have been there for a decade or more. Exactly. Paul, like Judd, and Marjan no. have all been firefighters heck of a lot longer than Also, he, he should have chosen then. somebody from his own house. If he was going to suddenly promote somebody like that, he should have gone from his own house. You don't just go in and steal right. other firefighters. Well, I, mean, I could be wrong. I'm not so, in the fire department yet, but that just, to me, that's so logistically like we just said earlier it's to progress the storyline we're all writers we would all probably do something similar if this was the story we wanted to tell mm-hmm. and but we know knowing what we know about what mateo is seeing mateo's reasoning for doing it is to kind of keep an eye on tatum but nobody else mm-hmm. in the 126 knows that no one yet knows. so no one knows. yeah it's like mm-hmm. of course owen's shocked but yeah but you're right like logistically in in the real world this would never happen this way the only way i could see it is if a firefighter transferred from like another state and he went through all the other training and like had been there maybe a year and then got promoted above somebody else but he He was a previous experience yeah Mm -hmm. like previous experience in another fire department and he may be a little more ahead of some of the other guys i could see that all of mateo's background is in being a driver for the chief he yeah. has not been a firefighter before, yeah. and 
Yeah, like, it's, it's just this is it's, absolutely it's crazy. Illogical. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is. It's and like, I'm just like, mm. I just know like, why they had to do it. Yeah, I know I why they had to. Yeah. But like, at the same time, that check them. Fact check. Oh, there is no facts. Uh, no. Like, this is like worse than like being like, oh, um, Buck is gonna run the firehouse today. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no. Again, seniority. Seniority has never hierarchy. Give, never give Buck a clipboard. <laughs> by the, that's still one True. of my favorite lines. <laughs> But like in this in this kind of situation, police, military, firefighter, seniority is hierarchy. Yeah. Yep. So whoever has been there the longest, so is the senior member, is going to be looked at for promotions. Or unless they're right. really bad, but they probably would have fucked up by now, right. or had other issues go on. And I, I know I witnessed this a little bit when I was younger with my dad because he worked in a, um, so he was a machinist. In for the military, but he was a like a civil servant, which means he wasn't actually like enlisted in the military. But oftentimes he'd been there for like say 20 years. He'd get his new supervisor would be like a 25-year-old that just got out of the Navy. And he would hate it because he'd had this like kid come in and become his boss. Well, it's because it's the kid had just gotten out of the Navy and had the experience and the training and the you know job to do the job. Um but it was because my, my dad chose, he didn't want the job. I'm like, well, quit complaining if you did, if you do, you know, if oh, you don't yeah. want the job. So like, and so I can see like Paul and Marjan and, and Judd don't seem like the ones that want to have the, the, like the political power, I guess you could say like within yeah. a firehouse. So they don't seem like they're the, the people that would want to be like the head of a firehouse or even in charge of people. But uh, logistically speaking, Judd has been there around 18 years-ish, oh, yeah. 20-ish years. If anyone was going to be promoted, it would be him. Oh, yeah, Unless totally. he absolutely refused to go for the position, well, then the next person with the most experience would be looked at. Right. Well, and that would I, be fun. This is how it works. Yeah. They want you to have the experience so you can make educated choices right. in the field. I could see Judd wanting to, like, mm-hmm. like, take that oh, yeah. advance one day i don't yeah. think he wants to do it now by but he's already basically the second command exactly like he doesn't really need to... yeah, i vote judd gets a paid month he deserves it please <laughs> please yeah exactly lieutenant Ryder sounds nice mm-hmm. Just yeah. yes i know because people were like why doesn't the 126 have a lieutenant and i'm like I don't know. They just not don't. every station does. Yeah. Not every station does. Not every department does. I it's don't like, I think it's because yeah. people get confused because, like, on other shows, there's like a chief, a lieutenant, possibly a captain. So right. people get confused yeah, that on, like, not on, every show. Yeah. The same on way. Chicago Fire, it's Chief, chief Bowden. Yes. And then he captains of the truck and squad. And then there's lieutenants underneath them. So, like, Casey yeah, actually, well, and Kelly were all is basically equivalent to Owen. Exactly. Well, just yeah, they were all within the same firehouse. It was a little different. See, setup. the thing, the thing here is that we do see multiple fire trucks in both, especially nine one one. I'd say um, we do see multiple fire trucks. Obviously, they have their own person manning the crew, so they might have like the engineer who's in charge or like a lieutenant of sorts. But the show follows 
the crew of the captain. Yeah, and so the it, captain is running mm-hmm. that particular fire truck that we're looking at. And mm-hmm. a show like Chicago Fire, which has multiple trucks, multiple exactly. it's it's bigger. I only watched seven episodes of that, then I quit. But I do remember yeah, I watched, when I watched it, it was gigantic. Yeah, it so was. There's yeah. a it, it lot is a much more going house. in there. Yeah. It, there's yeah. a lot like, more going in. It's right. also like when you watch shows that are based in different cities, each city, mm-hmm. each state has like their own like thing where like yep. that's just how it is. Anyway. Right. Anyway, yeah. this could be a very long yeah, Exactly. <laughs> right. It's just, it's definitely, it can get confusing. And I know a lot of people were confused as to how it happened the way it did. So, yeah. But just keep in mind, Lieutenant isn't always needed. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And take away. Yeah. So, like, Owen's kind of shocked, but he's like happy for him. And, um, yeah, damn. Well, he's playing and happy then, like, for him. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, fake happy. Um, Owen's talking to Judd about it. He's like, I could have strangled a little betrayer. <laughs> <laughs> and Judd's like, he said yes, just like that. And Owen's like, oh, jumped to it. He didn't even pretend to be conflicted. And it's just like, whoa, going from Proby to Lieutenant in one year, who wouldn't? And I'm just like, again, like, logistics. Yeah, I'm like, but we won't, we already said that. We've um, already said it. We've already gone into that tangent. Um, and then um, Owen says, like, losing a team member um, is a shock. And Judd's like, two, Paul isn't doing good. And Owen's just like in denial about it. And Judd's just like saying how he's in denial. And, like, we didn't see the same thing. And Judd has to explain to them that he's depressed and he's wearing his pajamas and he's not talking to Marjan. And Can Owen we just, just be- applaud Judd for being the emotionally aware member of the group? I know, right? right? He is pretty well. emotionally sensitive, yeah. but still. Yeah, and Owen being like, I thought they were besties. And Judd's just like, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, what's, which, that's what's concerning. Which is a red flag. Yeah, um, yeah, that's why he's concerned. And Judd's saying, I'm not trying to be dramatic, but that's what I did to Grace with my PTSD. And I was like, I loved him bringing that up. I'm sorry, are we just having mental health seasons here? I am here for it. We're getting 5B in two days. Um, today, when the episode airs. Anyway, uh, and that's addressing a mental mental health we're talking about mental health in this episode please thank you i love you guys please don't stop exactly 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 it is yeah and and yeah that's like prompts them to visit and um unexpected visit (laughs) um so paul's Ah, like there so like this is why you let someone know before you go people yeah, but like if they had like, like there's a i don't know what would there's a reason there's a reason <laughs> yeah so paul be like for any like, other reason other than when you're checking on people yeah let them know you're coming please you don't want to walk in on things um yeah um paul being like i wish you guys would have called i was in the middle of something and he pushes a newspaper under the couch and just like yeah donut bender you still have powder sugar in your beard right and just being like, oh you're like, and he's like, and you have the same crusty PJs on as you did through Disco and Paul being like, oh, these are just a different pair or a similar pair. And, <laughs> and she's like, like, uh, of course, honey. And of course, Owen, whatever you say. Yeah. And Owen says, like, 
it doesn't feel like he's recovering because Paul's just like saying how he's recovering and it feels he's like it feels like you're retreating and Paul's just like says the guy who ran off into the woods with the 126 chateau <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, at least he called him out on it <laughs> i love when he called him out though i love stuff like that and owen being like yeah and running off didn't do me any good you can't hide from your demons you gotta fight them and jed and owen tell him that he needs his running shoes the next morning and they leave and and Paul's just like, where, where are we going? And they're like, you'll see. And Paul's just like, you guys are really annoying. <laughs> like, oh, I love this. Oh, family. I love this. Yeah. Like, uh, yes. This is a good family episode. Uh-huh. This is like total like firehouse fam episode. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love it. Um, more family because Marjan bangs on Mateo's door and um Mateo's just like Marsh what the heck and Marsh was just like funny I came to ask you the same question and yeah. she <laughs> yeah she she asks him if he's re- really leaving the 26 and Mateo's just like yeah and Marshawn says how unbelievable it is after Mateo gave her a bunch of crap about wanting to go back to Miami to get married and she calls him an abandoner <laughs> Which kind of reminds me of the crossover when Buck said that Hen and Eddie were abandoners. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, And Mateo says, like, how it's not about the money. He says it's for Captain Tatum. He needs him to be there. Marjan says he's not his family. And Mateo says, yes, he is. And Mateo says that like you should talk because i've seen how you do your family lately and i'm like oh oh no no (laughs) they they kind of fight a little bit about paul like bicker about it a little bit yeah just a little bit like siblings let me just say siblings um marjan says like how paul needs to ask for help and mateo i love this line because mateo Mm -hmm. says yeah, well, you don't always need to get a written invitation to go help someone. I I loved that. Mm-hmm. It's so true. It's almost like he's foreshadowing himself either, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's true. Yeah. And Mar- Marjan says how she doesn't know why she fought so hard to get the 126 back. It would have been much easier to just give up just like everyone else did. did and she leaves, and I'm just like, Mm. I did not want to be on the receiving end of her at her 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 anger. That's, trust me, like do not want to cross her. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, I don't. I could not fight with her. Like, ugh. I do not. The problem is, is that I. Mm, I feel like she and I would get on pretty good normally, but us mm. arguing would be so bad because I wouldn't back down and nor would she. Yeah. yeah. So we're just gonna be having a flat out screaming that's yeah. that's the thing about Paul and Marjan that I'm just now realizing. I think they're both very stubborn. And I don't oh, think yeah. I don't think either of them are one to admit when they're wrong. Right. Especially no, I feel like honest yeah on a side note can we just say how cool her 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 outfits have been this season natasha's um, like yeah outfits have been awesome and i just saw uh i think she said something in her instagram story that she's 
helps the costume designers come up with the costumes for Marjan. And sometimes on set, they don't, they're not sure if she's in her outfits or Marjan's because she's giving Marjan some of Natasha's tastes. Which totally oh, makes yeah. sense because yes. I totally have noticed that the clothes do kind of, like if you think about that, they do kind of look like things mm-hmm. she would wear. And yeah. I, mean, I would wear oh, it yeah. too. That is definitely oh, yeah. like, the stuff she's awesome been wearing. Outfits. Oh, please. Yeah. Yes. I would wear it. And I now think you're a way to get me to wear color. Yeah. And I remember Natasha tweeting a picture of her in this outfit. And everyone's like, oh, this is such an awesome outfit. And she goes, yeah. And then people were asking if it was um, Marjan's or if it was hers. And she's like, oh, it's Marjan. But she's not happy in this scene. <laughs> and this was because she's this just was wearing scene. pink. And she's mad as hell. Yeah. Relatable. Okay. Side note over. Side, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. What was that about only a few tangents today? Um. And keeping it short. Yeah. Yeah. So Mateo then shows up the next day at the 129. And oh, it's just so weird to see him back there. But like Captain Tatum thinks he's the probie. Mm -hmm. And so this is when I'm like, okay, something is really wrong. He has Mm -hmm. to have dementia. I mean, I was kind of pulling in earlier. But I wasn't necessarily judging it then. But now I'm just yes. like, okay, this is totally, this is weird. Like, but then like he kind of like plays it off and is like, oh, I'm kidding. Like I'm just messing around. Like yeah, okay, sure you are. Sure. Yeah. 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 So Judd and Owen bring Paul to the gym to train, and Tommy's there too. And like this reminds me when um Tiki helped Owen trained yes. for his test in mm-hmm. season one and um paul's kind of like worried about his defibrillator and they tell him it's like being kicked like a mule and judd like kind of plays it off like he knows what that's like and right. paul's just like you do not know what that feels like and judd's like um no i don't but you know <laughs> And he's like, okay, fine. I've never been kicked by a mule, but I have been kicked in the ass by my PTSD. And every time you give <laughs> That in- was a smooth transition, I'm just saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, every time you give in to fear, the monster is going to get bigger. And Paul's like, fine. And yeah, I'm surprised he didn't like have like a cardiac episode in this. Okay, scene. okay. I have so many issues because they didn't pace it. They just went through all at once. Yay, he's done. He had been sitting on the couch for probably a few weeks by now, recovering mm-hmm. from his surgery. Yeah. And they just put him through the entire piece. That is a pretty intense course. Right. I don't know how he didn't collapse. I don't know why. Like, it yeah. made no sense to me. Yeah. I'm like, you are asking for him to collapse. A normal person trying to get re- adjusted to that course, even readjusted to that course, needs to pace it. Right. Even somebody who is perfectly healthy. Mm, I I just, that was one of my biggest pet peeves with this episode was the way they handled the test. And I will elaborate when we get to the end because there'll be more to add there. But just this scene, I was annoying that they yeah. didn't pace him. It just felt irresponsible. Yeah, yeah. which... I kind of the way it was filmed, I don't really know, but it did seem like mm. they kind of just pushed him in like too fast. So mm. I'm like, mm. Yeah, you don't take somebody who's just had like, basically open heart surgery less less than two weeks ago and make them do a 10 minute. Actually, 
actually exertion test four weeks oh it has been yeah brian said that like basically the last episode of this episode was four weeks because obviously his recovery is not gonna actually it's not gonna be like a week or so after like it's gotta be but still just just think of all the time it takes a to adjust to having a machine in your body now the wound to heal even to be able to just you know get up and start functioning like a person mm. with a non-intensive job yeah, and just, then this it just it's yeah. it feels too fast and even if it didn't feel too fast they should have done stage by stage yeah they should have yeah. paced them that's that's all i'm saying yeah i wish they would have like it would have been like they would have just taken it slow and then like once he had recovered for like six weeks maybe they would have gone harder to it but not like this like i agree anyways yeah. um at the 129 mateo's kind of like cluing in things now and mateo's asking like one of the guys if he's noticed anything different about tatum and they're like well darby and mateo's like yeah but before darby and one of the guys is like well now that you mention it um like yeah like i kind of not- noticed something and i'm just thinking Okay, I don't know why these people have never noticed that he's acting weird because the things we're seeing in this episode are complete red flags of somebody that is not acting normal, is clearly going through something mentally and like clearly going through dementia, just that they're like straight up like facts, things that would happen. See, this is one of my things is just that I, I, I will give some allowance for the fact that when you're constantly beside someone it can be hard to notice when something is wrong so like a family member someone you work very closely with if if there are like minute changes so to speak very minuscule little by little you're not going to catch as much but here's the thing dementia does not show up and just go oh hi i'm suddenly going to be really bad and forget this funeral i'm at and then forget that i hired a lieutenant that is not how that happens. <laughs> it slowly sets mm-hmm. in yeah. little by little and it gets worse and worse. So at some point, someone should have noticed before Mateo even came into the picture okay. that this was happening. Yeah, okay. like Or that even something was off. Okay, mm-hmm. like forgetting like forgetting like simple things. That's understandable. Forgetting very little things. But when he's like picking up restaurant menus, like takeout menus, saying they're quarterly, that's concerning. And if they if that had happened before and they didn't notice that, I'm like, how did you not notice that? But like normal things. Here's the thing: is that that kind of thing. It's not like all the worst symptoms would have set in as soon as Mateo came. There had to have been something along those lines happening before. Well, and I um, think it was, unfortunately, though, the way Tatum has always acted, he's been kind of a dick to his crew. They don't really yeah. want to spend a lot of time with him. So I imagine there's a lot of time where he doesn't spend with the crew. So they're not seeing as much. Or if they are, they're just not saying anything because if they say something, they're afraid they're going to get yelled at by him. And probably, yeah. and that is a fair point because admittedly, first half of when we have seen him before, he was a total dick. Um, and also admittedly, some of the stuff would have been minor enough that if they weren't paying close attention, mm-hmm. as I think even the guy kind of alluded to, 
oh, he's getting on in years. He is. He, he's probably early 50s, maybe even closer to 60. I'm not even sure, but that appears yeah. to be where I'm, That's about yeah. where I would say he's in his 60s. I would mm-hmm. say that. I think he's 60s. Um, super close to retirement if he's not already past I, I feel like he's past reti- retirement and that's why I said 50s at first because I was like oh retirement he hasn't retired yet some people could pass retirement um and they yeah. can if they're in good enough shape yeah. but so admittedly some of the minor stuff like I think the guy even alluded to some forgetfulness it comes with age yeah. Yeah. they're just uh again the only the only little thing that pick really is that there would have been worse symptoms right that it showed up at some point and so i'm just like okay where but you know it i think ej you make a good point and like looking through it with that perspective it makes it easier to see why not as much should have been noticed right yeah or just they were afraid tatum always afraid to say something (laughs) yeah and and not even just to tatum because like if somebody had gone to the department about the concern and they found out who reported it, like Tatum, like, you know, you're not supposed to have repercussions, but Tatum would have, Tatum would have, you know, the Tatum we know would have definitely given them repercussions for doing something like that going over his head. Oh yes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's just like, hmm. that's what you would expect of him. That's how anyone working under him would have expected of him. Just simply he's a hard ass. Yeah. A little bit of a dick, not with bad intentions necessarily, but just a little bit of a dick. Um, and so, yeah, that it is fair, and yeah. that is why a lot of people don't report when stuff happens. Yeah. They're afraid of it being coming out yeah. that it was them, even when it should have been anonymous. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes, yeah. even if the department wouldn't say anything, or you know, the higher ups that got reported to wouldn't say anything, mm-hmm. sometimes. That people might be able to work it out themselves. Right. Right. Yeah. And this discussion is good because it continues on. You know, we get the, the next scene is the fire call where yeah, well, he does <sighs> confuse the the menus as quarterly reports. And it's like, okay, that's that's a big red flag. But then mm-hmm. yeah. Just at first I thought that he was misunderstanding something in the quarterly reports, and then they show it's a takeout menus, and I'm like, oh no. Oh, this is bad yeah that's when mm-hmm. i'm like this is bad so yeah then we do get a fire call and i'm just like this can't be good like no no that cannot be good and of course this is like a factory where they make salsas there's a bunch of powdered spices which are extremely flammable yeah. of course and uh-huh. um mateo says how they should play defense and like there could be a secondary explosion and tatum's just like great minds and then 126 shows up to assist and see, see i just i just like to point out just for the sake of thing is that i think tatum was going to send people up to the roof to ventilate but an explosion would have killed them and oh, so yeah. that is why mateo came in with the defensive part i'm just emphasizing that now for when we're going in oh now. yeah yeah but so 126 shows up yeah, 126 shows up and um the a little Marcia- bit of coldness towards Mateo. Yeah, well yeah. It got Marcia- chilly in this fire. <laughs> Marshall yeah. gave, gave Mateo more, a cold shoulder. Most of it from Mateo. Oh, it was it was all Marjan. It was oh, all Marjan, a hundred percent Marjan. Um Frosty. Tatum- Frosty Tatum- Texas. Yeah. 
then Tatum tells um them to vent the roof and McTayo's like no 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 and so he tells them if they do someone will die and so Tatum gets mad at Mateo for avoiding his order and then fires mm-hmm. him right at the spot and I'm just like oh no but also like um okay and so the building does explode and in that moment Marjan tells Mateo that she gets it now because yeah, Mateo is the- going for her for advice about Tatum without saying his name and Marjan well, assumed she he was talking about Paul. Also, I don't even like yes that scene, but also like um like why he went over there. I think that's yes. more, mostly what she was talking about. I, think I, don't, so. I don't really think. Though she, she was, probably mm. she probably put together the pieces of the hypothetical scenario yeah. probably a little bit later. I would have thought right. that she probably pieced together why he was there to begin with, and probably yeah. pieced together the hypothetical scenario. Okay. See, yeah. the thing the thing happened was that um. Like, for one thing, just imagine what would have happened if Mateo hadn't been listening. Yeah. Because he was just barely in earshot. And, but Mateo was like, that was not what we were going to do. Right. And he right. had to appeal to Owen, just yeah. being like, please listen to me because Tatum's trying to push through the order to vent the roof. Right. We already know that's a really bad idea. Well, yeah, and in this situation, the 129 arrived first, which means the captain of the 129 takes precedence as the incident commander, Mm -hmm. which means Owen has to go to him, which Tatum wanted them to do something different. But, you know, then it's like this tug of war between Owen and Tatum then, and then Mateo gets stuck in the middle. And Mateo is just appealing to Owen to believe him that this Mm -hmm. is the point. And I'm like, of course he's going to believe him because he knows Mateo wouldn't lie about this right. or try and cause any drama or anything. This is not the way Mateo is. Mm-hmm. And so, and also he has his own brain. So putting together this, and honestly, I'm having flashbacks. The pilots. Me too. When we see ju- the original yeah. 126 the die time. because of yep. the explosion. Yeah. Because yeah, there was yeah. stuff Fertilizer in there. Mm-hmm, because there was stuff in there that they didn't know was there um and and honestly also flashbacks to when um uh what was his name kevin died in chim begins um because ventilating fire the roof collapsed mm-hmm. and yeah. like whole ventilating a fire is a good thing in some scenarios right but it is deadly in others and this was this was one of them and yeah. i'm just so glad owen listened to mateo yeah. Well, and Mateo was yelling at him, like, you know, at least to Tatum. He's like, you just told me that that's where they keep the spices. And that's, they, you said that's a bad thing to go into. So we don't want to go in. Uh-huh. And he's like, you just told me that. And why are you telling them to go up and vent the roof that you just said we're not going to do? Um, and then I, so that, yeah, it, it was an, it was an interesting scene. And I, I feel bad for Mateo being stuck in the middle, but I'm glad that Owen did, you know, listen, because we could have had it's, another pilot scene if we if they had gone with Tatum. And know, I don't th- to like log- logistically. I don't ever think they would have actually gone through with no. that kind of thing. But no, at the same have. time, it's like you're also feeling for Mateo because right. not just not just standing up to one superior officer, but like kind of standing in between two. Yeah, it, it's yeah. not a good place to be. And so, like, mm-hmm. good boy. <laughs> And yeah. good boy to Owen for listening. Yeah, it's and definitely everything. tricky. And, yeah. 
And Tatum was all furious, you Mm. know, that the order was canceled. But literally just a moment later, there's an explosion. Yeah. It's just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel they bad. did good with the nerver. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then Mateo, Tatum fires Mateo. I'm like, what the hell? You just hired him. Yeah. Which, oh my pretty God. Much, he like literally fired him before the explosion, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then Tatum's just looking at the expo- explosion, like, wow. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, well, see what would have happened if you sent people up there? They would have been, um, they would have been, um, not there. Right. They would have been in there. Definitely not in one piece. Um, yeah, this would have been really bad. Yeah, um, (sighs) but then, um, Mateo, um, is drinking at home in the dark in the middle of the night. And Owen finds him, and Owen's just like asking him if he's been out here all night. And Mateo's like, Well, I don't have a job to wake up for. And Mateo tells Owen that he thinks Tatum has um dementia. And Owen's like, Yeah, yeah, I knew something. He's like, Yeah, I started working that out. (laughs) Yeah, well, he said he knew something wasn't right on, on the call. And he asked Mateo how long he knew, and he said, Some Starby's funeral. And Owen asks if he's talked to anybody in the department. And Mateo says, not yet. And Mateo says how like he never wanted to leave the 126. I didn't go to the 129 for the money or the promotion. I went to help Tatum um, to protect him. But if I report him, I'll destroy him. And Owen's just like, maybe this is what you have to do to protect him. It's like, because if he doesn't, somebody's going to die or worse. Somebody's going to get hurt. I mean, dying would be the worst thing, but like somebody's either gonna die or whatever. Yeah. Here's the gonna thing: be good. is that this is a chain reaction. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna outline the chain reaction a little bit. If this had not happened, if this had continued being an undercover thing, and Mateo like or, or like a covered up thing, Mateo's running around cleaning up Tatum's messes. Think of the day that Mateo calls out sick, or isn't around to hear that wrong call. Also, the crew will start losing respect for their command, their captain's decisions, because at some point they're going to start noticing that the lieutenant's doing all the calls and that their captain, something's wrong with him. And that will just, it's going to fracture the entire team. It's a whole chain reaction. It's a butterfly effect. And this would put so many lives, firefighter and civilian in danger that like I understand Mateo's predicament but -hmm. this could never happen a long-term thing yeah yeah for sure I mean Um, you never want to cost someone their job especially something like that like it's a special brand to be a firefighter Mm -hmm. police officer military it takes a special kind of person that's their life yeah but you also sometimes have to you know protect them well, and I think a non-favorable way. In kind of this too, you know, thinking back to like 106 and 107 when we had Owen, you know, Owen went into Austin hiding his medical diagnosis of cancer with and yeah. treatment from the department. And then he tells Billy, and then Billy 
in the you know t- tells Billy. the department you know <laughs> Billy does for Billy. his you know <laughs> he was doing it for the wrong reasons but mm-hmm. he probably saved Owen and the crew's life you know in some ways not saying that you know Owen would have put himself in that situation but I, you know if they hadn't known and something came of it later that would have been if he'd collapsed one day at work because of a bad effect from chemo chemo is do the job hard on the supposed to do yeah exactly and so yeah yes billy did it for the wrong reasons but like right. admittedly the department should have known and i think in the back of owen's mind he knows that too and oh, so yeah. this is owen's kind of remembering that for himself and thinking they protected me so what you know even for the wrong reasons so i he's like telling mateo that you know giving him the same advice you know it's it's this could be the only way to protect him yeah, yeah. and um <clears throat> Mateo asks, like, do you think I should turn him in? And Owen's like, as a friend, that's what I'd recommend. As your captain, it's what I require. And Mateo's like, my captain. And he's like, so you'll give me my old job back? And Owen's like, well, otherwise, it would be awkward. <laughs> that's kind of true, though. See, right. they look together. Yes. Um, right. I feel like, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah um and then the 126 show up for paul at his test and it's just like okay mateo's just not there because he's at afd headquarters and marjan yeah they have to they have to make excuse of that and tk's tk in a pink hoodie and everyone's like that has to be carlos's because of how big it is and i'm like it's a hoodie have you never heard of an oversized hoodie i was like it's meant to be big exactly like but maybe he buys them a size bigger so they do fit comfortably for his boyfriend so they can share clothes (laughs) i'd like to see that Uh, um i mean i always buy like especially those kind like hoodies um Mm -hmm. i always buy those bigger because i like them to be bigger so yeah i get that um Mm -hmm. So Paul is just like saying how his heart's beating out of his chest and he's worried about like failing. Um, this is when Marjan walks in and she's like, then like, because Paul's just like, what will I do? Like if I, if like this happens and Marjan's just like, then you'll dust your sorry butt off and try again. And Paul's mm-hmm. so happy to see her and like, he didn't think she'd come. And Paul asks what made her show up. And she says that she talked to somebody who set her straight. And Paul's like, who? And Judd's like, me. And Marjan's <laughs> like, Mateo. And Judd's like, oh, like, you talked to you. Oh, you talked to Mateo. Judd just had a moment feeling so proud. He's like, yeah. Wait, not me. Oh, wasn't me. He's just like, why do I do this? He's like, why do I talk to you people? Um, and Paul does this test, but he collapsed in the middle of it, and so his heart gets shocked. And but before we get to it, he does get up and he keeps going. But this shouldn't be allowed. Like I feel like they should have ended the test. Yeah, yeah. Because this whole test is to prove that he is medically fit 
And by approving him passing the test, they're saying, okay, go ahead, collapse in the middle of a fire. That's totally fine. Totally mm. won't risk you or your crew's lives. Of course, I want Paul to be back. Don't hear me otherwise. No. But that is completely illogical. He collapsed mm. in the middle of a test. He shouldn't have even been allowed to finish. Yeah, because technically, I mean, he had already proved he wasn't ready. Yeah. I mean, mm. I get why they did it this way because they want to show that, um, that, like, if you fall down, if this is the problem, if this happens, that you'll get up and mm-hmm. you'll try again, that you won't just give up. I get right. it. It shouldn't have happened, but I'm also not gonna like go on and on about it because, like, right. I get what what the reason was. It's I mean, not I, the I, most get, ridiculous I get the, thing. I mean, it's ridiculous. Um, but like, no, I understand <laughs> what you're saying. A, they needed to get Paul back. B, mm. they need to show it wouldn't be all sunshine and roses for him. And uh, also, like, again, the whole getting back up thing. I never thought mm. of it in that way, but it's true. But logistically speaking, my brain is screaming at me. <laughs> Just yeah. saying. Like, yeah, um, yeah it definitely it, had its moments that I, I get the point. I get what they're trying to show. Um, he, since recovering, he hadn't felt the shock of the defibrillator. So he didn't know what it was going to feel like. I love how I, he's like, yeah, feels like a mule to the chest. Yeah. So I feel like, like, hypothetically, like what they should have done is had that happen while he was doing the training that first time. Yes. And then yeah. It wouldn't have had the same feeling. effect though. It wouldn't have well, had the same effect. Right. But I mean it that it would have made more like, sense though. It would have made more had... sense, but that's why they didn't do it. Do you think they wanted to make sense? <laughs> have the right. And that's the two thing. things In, that happened. Yeah. If he'd had that done when he was practicing, he'd at least know what it felt like. And so it, it made him collapse, which, you know, we saw in, you know, in, then if he did the test and it happened again, he'd at least be aware of what it was going to feel like so he could recover a little quicker and keep going, which is the whole point of it. And, you know, because yeah. this whole scene was like he collapses basically and then Tommy and Owen rush over to him. And so it's like basically eating up his time. And at some point he stands back up and he's like, y'all are, you know, taking up my time or something like that. And he keeps going. I don't know. Yeah, it just logistically it definitely had some issues. Yeah, I agree. I I mean, have issues, but I'm not gonna like go on and on about it because yeah, I'm not. Yeah, it it happened. It's it's not all gonna. It's fiction. It's not all gonna be exactly 100 accurate. I get it. You know, I've said my piece. I've I've nitpicked the illogical things of this episode, and there are (laughs) there are a little too many for me to be fully happy, but. At the same time, it's good. It, it's not completely outlandish. Yeah. I mean, it I just, think that one has done worse I don't things. Think... <laughs> oh. Just saying. Of just course. saying. Um, so, you know, real life, would this have happened? Probably not. If it did happen, they would have sent him to the hospital. That's what I do have to say about that. If yes. You, yes. If you'd gotten you into a car accident drafted. during your driver's test, you would have failed. And you would have had to take it again. Just saying. Precisely. You hit a cone and you fail. Okay? Yeah. Um, well, yeah, this is like New York. There are no cones. Just have to put them up. <laughs> no, Maryland or Lynch. We have cones. That's um, why New York is like the hardest. They're yeah. like, cones, yeah. you babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, it, so, you know, 
it was it was still good it was still a great episode yeah. i love this episode yeah and yeah. the last little bit of that scene was pretty cool you know like judd and marjan are standing mm-hmm. off to the sidelines and judd's like you know is he gonna be all right and marjan you just kind of like yeah he's gonna be just fine and so that was kind of our yeah. finality yeah. i guess of that storyline i don't know yeah because there was two major storylines in the, this episode yeah. there was mateo and mm-hmm. like him helping tatum and then there was paul and like his recovery which i right. liked mm-hmm. i actually like that they episode. did it beautifully they did their balance they did two characters who typically tend to like do be the supporting main characters not the main characters and so mm. they got their time to shine i really liked how it was just like mateo and then paul like i like mm-hmm. i actually like the episodes better that focus on like one to two characters rather mm-hmm. than just shoving the one character down a throat it's not gonna lie <laughs> just two like, uh unless it's carlos unless it's carlos and it's fully acceptable <laughs> of course um <laughs> just saying um because like and like i feel like um paul and mateo are two characters that are kind of under like we really don't know much like we just found out that paul's de- dad is dead and i'm just like back yeah it's like three we're like two and a half seasons in and two full seasons and a half and we're just now finding that out yeah so yeah. That's why I liked the balance in this because it focused on one mm-hmm. to two people and it like really zoned in where like mm. if you just focus on one character, people, depending on who the character is, people might be like, mm, nope. Um, so yeah, I think this episode had like good balance with that. But we end on um, Mateo at the bar and Tatum coming to find him, which kind of parallels the beginning in it ish. Um <laughs> Mateo had been drinking and Mateo says how he can't like ride in his car after he betrayed him and Tatum says oh he knows he went to the department but he's grateful that Mm -hmm. that way he doesn't hurt anybody else and saying how he retired and he's gonna get like his full pension and benefits I liked how he wasn't mad because I was afraid I was slightly afraid he would be mad just knowing him mm-hmm. and i'm glad that he was grateful rather than you know being mad about it and yeah like, and oh. I, I think in that situation like especially on tatum's side like he probably knew in in his mind like something just seemed oh, yeah. wrong or off and like he was afraid to say something i feel like then. he had even a suspicion of what it yeah. was but you don't want to face yeah. basically you don't want to face your losing your mom yeah and that is essentially what stuff like dementia and alzheimer's that's what they do you lose everything you know it's scary you know and there's no cure that's known so people really struggle facing that they are Mm -hmm. staring down the abyss so to speak um and so i feel like he might have been guessed but he couldn't admit it to himself Mm mm-hmm and yeah. that happens with a lot of issues, like a lot of chronic illnesses and stuff. You know, people don't quite accept it. Um, oh, yes. And I was thinking, you know, that, like, I think they had said, like, when Mateo went to the department, they, like, after Mateo left, they called Tatum right away. So, like, Mateo's like, oh, you already knew. <laughs> you know, so, so I'm, I'm, and then I think Tatum said, yeah, he called as soon as you left or something like that. So I'm like, I'm glad they didn't sit on that. 
they could because they oh, could yeah. have easily said oh he's one of our best captains we're not going to do anything you know we're just going to slide this something off but they couldn't oh. i mean that mm. with what mateo probably told them you know yeah he, they couldn't that would be it wasn't just oh he is appearing a little forgetful in that case they would have pushed it back but right. um with actually an endanger mm. and when could have backed him up yeah and i feel yeah. like that's even more important he could have had like three even the entire crew yeah even the entire crew of the 126 could have backed up if something had happened at the fire yeah. that wasn't right and we don't know that would have somebody- gone to yeah, and we don't know. Somebody else from the 129 may have made a complaint that just hadn't gotten seen by the right person. And uh, all of a sudden, when Mateo pops like in happened. and somebody else, you know, I don't Not going to speculate because the there's too many options. The way those too many guys things. were acting, I don't think they would have said anything. True. Just, they were pretty I don't think like, they'd clueless. really. Yeah. yeah, they didn't really know some things. And they hadn't really been around right. to hear the incident at the fire they would have heard it secondhand yeah if they heard true. it which i'm sure they did so yeah. really if they hadn't grown concerned enough to have reported from then yeah then they probably wouldn't have done it based very on true very true and I'm, and I'm glad that tatum is giving you know like full full benefits in his pension and stuff like he's not gonna lose all that which, you know, I think is a, a fear of a lot of older people when they get to the retirement yeah. age. It's like if they, you know, they got that one or two more years left before they can retire, but they start getting sick and stuff and they always fear that. So to get, be able to retire with full benefits and stuff is cool. Yeah. Which I, I really like. And then um, Tatum gives them a special webbing. Mm-hmm. It's like sacred and Mateo's just like, that's sacred. And Mateo or Tatum's just like, yeah, that's why I want you to have it. And right. he like, well, yeah, he was talking about it during the funeral for uh, Darby at the beginning, and it had a special meaning for Tatum. You're right. Yeah, and like he had said that, like, all all I'd say I would always remember you. And Mateo's like, I'll remember for the both of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I really liked that actually. I really mm-hmm. liked that exchange because it showed you know he has a grasp on what's happening to him. He yeah. he right. knows full well what he's going to be in a few, what is going to happen to him in the next few years. Yeah. Um. He knows he's not going to remember Mateo, right. and that's hard. A situation you're going to yeah. lose the people you love yeah. just because you can't remember, even if they're right in front of you the entire time. You lose them simply because mm. you have no recollection. And that's, mm. I can't even imagine. I hope yeah. I never have to. Mm. But at the same yeah. time, so many people have to deal with this. And I feel so badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it, I, it does hit pretty hard. Um, especially since, uh, admittedly, Alzheimer's does kind of run in my family. Uh, so it is a legitimate fear for her. Mm. It, in my own older years, you know, will that affect me? Um, and so, I don't know, this just, it hits really hard for me. And mm. I just, I love Mateo's all remember for the both of us. Because as long as someone is holding on to a memory, of whether it be of a person or mm. a thing or something, it's never going to be really lost. Right, yeah. Um, definitely. I'm not gonna say anymore. I'm gonna start crying. So. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I probably will too. So, um. <laughs> okay. So, um. Like, I don't want to get choked up. We still have a podcast to finish. <laughs> okay. Yes, yes. Emotional time, everybody. How are we all doing? Popcorn done yet? <laughs> Popcorn done yet? <laughs> Kleenex went out. We're doing great. Um, okay. Um, so. I really yeah, liked this episode. I really did. Like, I loved the balance oh, of this episode. I feel like some episodes can be, like, kind of a little off, like, tilted a little off. <laughs> like, I feel like they can not as balanced. Like, I liked the balance and the flow of this episode. Like, it was just good, and I just like the Paul and Mateo content, because we don't always get um, a lot from them, so it was, like, nice to see things. Um, I just I loved it, and I can't wait for the next one. That's all. Agreed. Um, I I adored this episode. I agree with you about the balance thing, and I'm not going to say that I always have an issue with something having more of a one sided storyline. It really depends on the storyline, um, or featuring one character more than the others. It it all depends on what's going on. But I love that they sh- showcased these characters and really took us into their world. Because I think as I, I said when we were watching this on Tuesday, because, uh, you know, we all do a group watch and everything. We, this was the first time that I really went from being like, oh, Mateo's pretty cool. I'm not in love with him. Like, I, I, I'm not obsessing over him, but I like him. He's a cool character. I went from that to, like, actually, like, oh, I really respect him. Like, I respect him as a character, a firefighter. Um, he's maturing, so I respect him as a young man who's really coming into himself. Like, this is the first time where I'm really like, oh, I like Mateo as more than just kind of a side supportive character like I actually appreciate his character development um which I'd only really had before when he'd gone from Proby to Firefly so like I really got an appreciation for Mateo now and I felt that was really important I love Paul um and I'm glad we really got those storylines resolved I really admire Lone Star and their ability to juggle those storylines and somehow managed to pull it off all the time. Yeah. We saw yeah. it in the premieres. They were juggling so many storylines within those four episodes. And it was perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our that... next are perfect. Oh, and yeah. they did that a perfect balance of two. Actually, I feel like balancing two storylines may actually be harder than more. Because yeah. well, you're focusing so much on giving attention to each. Right. Yeah, well, my, yeah, like, it depends on what characters there are, because if you're getting a whole episode of Owen, you know, some of the storylines, I'm sorry, are, I love Owen, but some of the storylines are going to be bullshit. <laughs> like, I just have to say that. Like, I love Owen. It entirely I, depends on I'm it. totally <laughs> <Yeah>. okay <laughs> with, like, him having, like, screen time. Like, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, he has screen time? What the hell? Like, this show is about him, guys. Remember that. It's literally, he is the main character of main characters. It's about yeah. him. Did you read the synopsis, by the way? <laughs> yes, a firefighter moves with his son to Texas but to build a I don't. But I do agree with people Sorry. when they say it doesn't have to be the Owen show all the time. 
Right. I do, I agree, do with agree with that. that. And that's why these episodes mm-hmm. are so good. Because Owen moved to episode. a supportive role in this. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of a main character is when they can fluctuate between being the main and the supportive, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they don't you lose their value when they become supportive. I uh, adore Owen. Mm-hmm. I love his character. Most it depends on the storyline, but like a fair amount of his storylines, like, like especially now, I don't really have a problem with most of the ones happening now. Um, but like, you know, it's again. I'd just be reiterating basically everything that Katie said. So her yeah. wisdom that yeah. I pretend that I just said, <laughs> I agree with. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I, you know, I I like Paul. I like Mateo. So I'm glad we kind of got a little to see a little bit more of them and their interactions with different characters in the show. Um, yes, I do see that Owen tends to have episodes where it's very Owen dominated but i'm glad in this one we got and there's been some other ones where it hasn't just been focused on owen um so but i i I do see where some of the people are coming from but i think that some of them are going way overboard when it comes to their complaints yeah actually in my opinion i feel like it's not so much the amount he's in episodes like obviously there are owen haters i don't agree with it's them the at all content, but think, um it's the content that's what i'm thinking and as i said right now i'm not having really a problem with the content that is being shown for him um this is actually i like this better than what we got in season two <laughs> just I saying agree, um, but uh so that, that's him. also that's not that's not hard to do because the whole one thing <laughs> put things weird a whole lot of whole lot of things put things weird so um you know i think it's people have different opinions obviously you guys might have more shoes with some content than i do vice versa we're individuals with different opinions but at the same time if you hate owen uh why are you watching the show (laughs) and this is to general viewers you hate Owen. Why are you watching the show? Yeah, the you just torment yourself and make everyone else miserable. Yeah, um, going back a little bit, I just thought of this. Watch a compilation video. Anyway, <laughs> I know. I miss. Sorry, <laughs> go <Okay>. on. <laughs> um, yeah, I just want to go back a little bit. I really like how they made Tatum likable because obviously he was kind of an ass when we first met him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they did kind of the same thing where they did with Billy. Like he came in, we hated him and then we're leaving him. And then like he, they made him likable. And I like that. I like how yeah. they left it. They left it good. And yeah, I like that. Great. Yeah. And unlike Billy, I don't think we're getting him back in a negative mm-hmm. way again. <laughs> Right. I was I was avoiding things. I was like, I don't want to change that. Knock on wood, throw salt over shoulder, whatever the damn superstitions are. <laughs> I will do um, all of them. Yeah. I hear you. How what did what did TJ and the fa- fellow our fellow fans say about the episode? Yeah. Fan Katie? thoughts. TJ thoughts. Fan thoughts. It's funny because I had I was like, oh TJ, I didn't ask your opinions. Hopefully you see this and that's why he was like, oh, say hi for me. And I was like, Holy hi, TJ. Hi, TJ. <laughs> Love the Mateo and Paul scenes. These are TJ thoughts, by the way. 
love the Mateo and Paul scenes they were both really great I'm still mad we didn't get any Tarlos still it's been two weeks and yeah that's all he had to say um I agree I miss Tarlos but I'm also I know like episode 13 is a supposedly supposed to be a big Tarlos episode and I'm like okay that is definitely the day that Ronan was like we were filming Tarlos all day and I'm like mm. What is this? Admittedly, Which, I'm not... That tells me more than one scene. So I'm like, Ooh, what are we getting? <laughs> this is one of those things where we're like, yes, Tarlos centric. Tarlos the movie. Ooh, <laughs> I like. <laughs> I I I I I I guess. Um, uh, <laughs> um, no, as, as far Carlos as big goes for this, Carlos next week, big episode. Um, yes. 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 Hoping yes. to we'll get at least we'll one Tarlos scene. Yeah, we'll literally talk we about might, it. We might get a Tarlos scene. We, I, feel, I like feel like we might get a at least, or we get a, a just a concerned TK scene. That would be, I would be okay I would with think that too. All of the above, the side <laughs> of more of all of the above. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> No, my thoughts with Tarlos for this episode, like, yes, always, we always want to see Tarlos. It's Tarlos, our babies, our loves. We want them, we, we want them to be happy and please stop torturing them. But that, that aside, I'm, we've actually gotten so much Tarlos this season. There's never too much, just saying. But we've actually gotten so much that I'm not upset when we go a few episodes without it. Like, of course we want it. But like, I, I'm not particularly confused right now. Yeah. You know See, what we do need? Buttercup. I agree. We do. We do. Where the fuck is Buttercup? <laughs> right. But I, do, and guys, that's all I'm saying. Do I need to put out uh, another, uh, where's Buttercup poster? <laughs> we might uh, have to. We might I'll have to, Katie. That. We might have to. <laughs> he has it. been, what, we haven't seen him since four, right? Yeah. Missing, missing person. I mean, missing dog. <laughs> missing Bernie's one dog. <laughs> Critical return to um, Carlos if found. Um, yeah, no. Um, yeah, uh, if we if we are lacking in any content right now, I think we are lacking in Buttercup content. Can we please just have him show up? <laughs> please. Thank you. In the background, I will take anything. Please. He would have been an ex. He would have been an excellent addition to Owen and Mateo's talk. And uh, that's the tea. Anyway, oh, um, that actually gave me a vision like uh, of Mateo 202. Petting, no, oh. Mateo petting Buttercup outside. Uh-oh. And yes. Owen walking out. I mean, yeah, that did kind of happen in 202, but that's not what I was. I was like, what happened? It would have been better than 202. Anyway, um, yeah, I agree. I mean, just totally being passive aggressive here. Um, <laughs> Okay, uh, then other um, thoughts. I don't really have much to speak. It was a light week. I wish we had Paul talk more about how he felt. This episode showed how Mateo is someone who really cares about people and is not afraid to stand up for what he believes in. For example, in his argument with Marjan, I felt bad for Marjan because she felt like she was losing both Paul and Mateo and this episode really emphasized how much the fire fam means to her. This episode was really fire fam focused and I love they all came together by the end, and I like how stuff from the ice storm keeps 
being relevant. I actually really like that, and I agree. Oh, I agree with that. I actually agree with um pretty much all of it. I think. Yeah, I really. Um, like I do wish written. they. I do wish. I actually agree with the very first thing that that person said. I wish they had had Paul talk more about how he felt. I think that may have been like just not able to really in so to speak. But like, I wish they would have had him talk a little bit more. And I actually hope they do have him talk more in the future about that. Mm-hmm. Like, please, do, please don't sweep this under the rug, Lone Star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, yeah but, I don't think they will. But yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. They're bringing stuff up. Like, they're not just sweeping everything under the rug, which I feel like some mm-hmm. shows can do, which I really like. <laughs> 911. <laughs> I was anyway, um, like, 911, because Eddie's PTSD has been ignored for seasons. Or. <laughs> Finally <laughs> referencing it. Anyway, um, anyway, so we'll talk about that. You and me, we are, <laughs> we're, we're on a we're on a roll. Um, uh, and then I also yes. asked people, um, what are you looking forward to for episode eleven, the next episode? What are you hoping to see? And somebody was like, I want to see Carlos holding Charlie. I want Carlos Ooh. and Grace <gasps> to hang out once. That's something I didn't know I needed before now. Exactly mm-hmm. once. Carlos and Grace hang out once outside of working, maybe after they solve the case. And I want Judd and TK to support Grace and Carlos. And I mean, oh, okay, so like when I, I mean, I don't know if we get the hang out outside of working thing, but the rest of it, I feel like we actually could get. Okay. Please give me Carlos holding Charlie. I don't know I if will we're live get for any this. of this, but I will live for that moment. I but also, it. like, I, 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 I feel like the most realistic that we could get is Judd and TK supporting them. I of course seen. they're going to support them. But yeah, yeah. I've always wanted like um, Tarlos and like Judd and Grace to be like couple friends. Like I always wanted like that kind of mm-hmm. moment. Yes. So double dates, please. Yeah, I've always wanted that. So I. I mean, I want all of the above, but yeah, that was great. Great thoughts, everyone. Yeah, thanks for thanks for contributing, guys. And please continue to contribute. Yes, it's, please. Uh, it's fun listening to what everyone has to say. Yeah. Always. I think it brings a little more variety into our podcast because it's not just hearing our thoughts. Right. right. Uh, oh, yes. So let's talk about the promo. To be, to be honest, they so the night this episode aired they aired the 9-1 promo which we have seen a billion times with the lone star promo so i was a little irritated because i was like we've already seen this so the the lone star promo the first one they released because they released another one after that which i was glad because otherwise Mm -hmm. this would have been really bad it was just not great but basically we see a lot of stuff with carlos the police stuff with him we see some of the 126 there, and no one tells Catherine they're going to save her, and I'm just like, mm, okay. Um, then the next one, like, it's like Catherine opening a box and, like, powder coming out, and she says, like, how it's, uh, she thinks they just got a biological attack. Mateo asks Owen what he thinks it is, and Owen's like, mm-hmm. anthrax, arsenic, and it's basically a deadly terrorist attack that hits austin and tommy says four hours in organ failure and Catherine asks what the treatment is and owen says there is no treatment so i was just like oh okay and like we see a like a bunch of police go into a building and then we see athena and i'm like yes so like it was funny because like a couple days after the last episode aired on wednesday i remember because i was working and i was like huh um 
Athena is gonna be like on Lone Star, which mm-hmm. I am a little like, how is this gonna work? Like, is she actually gonna be in Austin? Or is it just gonna be like a phone call? Like I'm I have so many questions that we will be answered um the day right. this podcast goes up. So <laughs> yeah, I have a funny feeling it's just gonna be like they're gonna trace it to LA and then they're just gonna See, reach out to the, they're w- gonna talk to Athena. And- I was thinking that um that when that news came out and I read that article, but after what Rafa said the other day, I kind of feel like they might possibly maybe i'm wrong i could be wrong i could very much be wrong possibly maybe she is there but i feel like that's just too high even if she's not in austin if they like more than showing her on the phone once like if they kept in like video call or something like that because i'm not sure she'd be able to come out to Austin. um but like i don't know yeah also, i mean not, i just looked up and i do have a nitpick with something the whole there's no treatment thing i just looked up there are treatments for both anthrax and arsenic poisoning so either it's something they didn't list they it got probably that probably is or it's that was only speculation up, mm-hmm. or it's some other rare form or something yeah that it's only speculation but i'm just mm-hmm. like um if they did decide to go with either of those that is factually incorrect. So I did just look it up, and there are treatments for both. The only thing I could see is like if you had been exposed to it over a long period of time, if there being irreversible yeah. damages. But the fact that this just happened, I'm kind mm-hmm. of like, mm, no. Um, but yeah, I like I'm excited because this episode, like Ruff is like, yes, it's like very like heavy carlos and grace we're gonna see like them like how they work together like we're gonna see their like relationship which i'm really excited for because those are like two of like my like top characters we have been asking for (laughs) carlos and grace since the beginning and Um, we have been giving scraps of nothing i swear like Right. Yeah, that's why like after everything Rafa said the other day I'm so excited because I'm like I was already excited but I'm especially excited after hearing what yeah. he had to say yeah and Rafa's gonna the, hype up any like if Rafa's giving hype for an episode you know it's gonna be damn well good I was yeah that was one thing I was gonna say is Rafa, being, if, if Rafa's promoting it it's gonna be good and if Rafa's teasing it's gonna be good <laughs> and we know he's learned from Ronan he's learned well um good luck i was gonna say i with the athena i have a feeling she's still gonna be in la only because she's wearing her uniform and her badge and while she's doing uh break you know um entering a house or a a place Um, and she wouldn't have jurisdiction to do that in austin as an officer well Um, my thing with that is so we know like this whole thing is because the case that grace and carlos are working on is basically like um like a prank call that goes deadly Mm -hmm. and it's like been revealed in the article they're gonna be it's swatting so i kind of feel like my blood boil sorry Mm -hmm. i just hate swatting Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i hate it but i've said i said this um the other day in a video i like that they're like I like that they're doing this just strictly because 
things like this need to be talked about right. and a lot of people don't sure. know what it is so i like i don't yeah. hate that they're showing this i just hate swatting oh yeah, yeah that's yeah like, same if you don't what the heck um but like it, it's so yeah i will I not get into it but still episode go I, so yeah 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 we I can talk am, more about it on the episode area. i'm just saying i have so much i have so many high hopes for this yeah, yeah. And i'm just, just like please don't let me down and my I thing just... and my thing is this so like i think athena gets like a case on this first so she's able and if she is in austin she can easily get jurisdiction. Like, yes, she can't like necessarily own the scene. She can't claim it and be like, hmm, mine. But <laughs> she can like <laughs> mine. Sorry, <laughs> she can help. So it, right. there's ways around it. I've seen yeah. it done so many times. So it's I'm interested. Like I I really like some people are like, I hope Athena doesn't take over the scene. I'm like, I don't think she will, just based on everything I've heard. I think her part. I think this is going to be helping. I think this is, they're working together, I think. So I don't think think she's going to take over over anything. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think some people are like, I just hope it's not going to be like too much. And I'm like, I don't think it will be. Like, it'll be interesting to see. And I'm glad the, this i'm actually really glad this is what they're doing i'd rather have athena crossover because we also wanted like athena and carlos and like we're getting athena yes. carlos grace like bad asses and they're like, giving us what we want but like i want a buck to go back and i'm like shut up <laughs> this is athena's time uh, to be with carlos they only a say child. that because they're obsessed with buck. and granted i do like buck okay like that's fine but uh this is athena's time don't complain shut up and enjoy buck, right. and let me just say let me just throw this out there buck is not gonna be leaving la anytime soon he's got eddie to worry about exactly <laughs> yes <laughs> just my buddy heart is trembling ah <sighs> anyway um yeah so uh yeah i'm excited um Ralph was very excited the way he's talking so i'm mm-hmm. i can't wait for this episode I love it. I love it. It's, yep. it's going yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. It's going to be good. And yeah. We have an amazing looking episode here. And at the yeah. same time that we have an Athena crossover, we have 911 coming back this week. Right. Yeah. My The only thing I'll say about <gasps> the, the promo of the Lone Star episode is I just hope we don't see have to see Carlos taking a life. I don't know if I'm ready to see that right now. Uh, uh i mean i don't know see everyone's saying everyone's saying and everyone's saying the same thing but differently everyone's like oh i hope like no it turns deadly but does it turn deadly because of the police we don't know that that's my thing there's an officer get killed like what what's the situation mm-hmm. it could go either way yeah um and so I'm, like uh, it's gonna I'm be deadly either that. way all right something's gonna happen somebody's I'm, I'm gonna just, die i'm excited to see what happens i'm just kind of mm-hmm. nervous about what it ends up being yeah, i mean like I mean, we did see yeah do i want to see that not great yeah. we did, 
like he he emotionally didn't look great so I'm kind of worried of what that says yeah. now that I think of it um I'm still very excited and I don't care if like yeah a bunch of them standing over while TK and Tommy are looking at somebody on the ground yeah I'm nervous Matt's I mean, yeah. I. But on the other hand, he's looking damn good. Uh, yes, no brainer, but yes, he always. <laughs> See, here's my thing: people are like Carlos and or Rafa look great, and I'm just like, um, when when does when do they not? <laughs> good point. Very good point. He is always <laughs> looking gorgeous. I I will always be the person to make that point. <laughs> yes. Good reminder. Good reminder. <laughs> Yeah. He's too pretty. Oh, you know the scene in Lone Star with Paul when Marjan and Eddie are taking a picture and Paul says that's too much pretty. That's Carlos. <laughs> that is too much pretty. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that just gave me a few ideas. Okay. You know what? In a way, I'm sort of glad they aren't doing a full crossover. For I one reason too. only, I am not no, no, no. I'm I'm making a joke here um <laughs> i don't think my heart could take seeing carlos and eddie <laughs> in the same frame just oh. saying i think i might die um <laughs> the only reason why that'd be a lot yeah that but also um i feel like it's not a good time to do like a full big massive yeah. crossover with everything oh, that's no, going I on agree. both shows i was just making the joke with Rafa mm-hmm. and right. Ryan. Like, mm-hmm. those are some beautiful men. I'm not sure I could pick seeing them together. Okay. Like, but, like, guys, can you all stop saying that Carlos and Eddie dated before? <laughs> what? People are <laughs> saying that? What? Yeah, that's. Oh, okay. I, I will. I try not to bash anyone's headcanons, but at the same time, I'm just like, how? So I'm totally know. bashing someone's headcanon. I'm sorry, but like, <laughs> Um, why? Sorry, I just saw this the other day. I'm like, how? Anyhow. Anyhow. Meanwhile. (laughs) Meanwhile. There's something else, but meanwhile, back at the ranch. But like I was trying to come up with, meanwhile, back in the roundup. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much for joining us and listening. Be sure to subscribe. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Anchor. We're also on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and everywhere you can get your podcasts on iTunes and Spotify. Please rate us and leave us a review. It mean a lot to us. You guys can follow the podcast on our socials at 91LS Roundup on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We also have a Discord server. Um, the link is in the description of this podcast and also in our Instagram bio. And you guys can follow me, Katie, at Tarlos on Instagram and at For Love of Tarlos on Twitter. You guys can follow me, Grace, at RoninRatha911 on Instagram and at ShipGirl31 on Twitter. You can follow me, EJ, at EJ8302 on Instagram and Twitter. Bye! Bye! Bye. Bye.